everybody, this is Eric the Smoke Moran, and you're listening to Heroes 101. And if you're not listening, then you're a chump. So you need to listen in and become a hero on Hero 101. I'm one of your hosts, Rock and Roll, and yes, that is my real-life superhero name, uh, and joining me, as always, all the way from Florida tonight is my co-host, Impact. Woo! You know, we do have an applause button, but uh, we've got uh, Bugs a little off tonight. I, I think he's just thrown off by the awesomeness of our guest for tonight, because... Good. And then uh, Daddy's Night Bug, as usual, on our soundboard. If this is your first time listening to Heroes 101 Radio, I won't tell you that you have to fight. It's okay. There's enough going on in the world that you have to fight. So what are we? Who are we? Why the hell did you tune in? Um, we are a group that sometimes dresses up in costume and tries to go out into the world to do things for the community. Like homeless lout, I can't. I'm telling you, we're all just spastic tonight because we are excited about our guest. We'll get there. In, in short, our radio show exists so that we can help the world live a safer, happier, healthier existence. And um, nowadays, we're needed more than usual. Um, but it's tough because we're all kind of sidelined. So we, uh, real life superheroes, as Emilio likes to call us, and we're not fighting that anymore. We, uh, we're trying to come up with creative ways to do what we can out there, and um, one of those ways is Heroes 101 Radio. We try to bring on people to entertain you, people to teach you, people to uh, inform you as much as they can, and, and what we're trying to do now is to give you something to smile and laugh about because we all need that. I do, especially at 3 in the morning when I'm kind of freaked out about everything that's going on. Um, so that's what our show is 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 going tonight. We're hoping that we entertain you, uh, that our guests entertain you. No, no uh, pressure there. Wonderful guest waiting in the wings. Um, and with that, I'd like to turn it over to my guest host. Like I said, three thousand miles away from me in California, all the way in Florida. Impact. <laughs> He's quiet. Hey, Impact, you there? Did we lose impact? We, we lost it. impact. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's, it's okay. This harp of the course, he's probably laughing right now. And and we got him back. Is that him? That is. Okay. It's great. Hey, impact, you poor thing. I uh I gave you this big old intro, and uh there you are. Now you're here, right? Yay. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I uh, I dropped the call. For some reason, my apartment's being weird with my service right now, um, but it's better now, so, so 
Sounds like that's going around. Everything yeah. is, is kind of weird right now, and that's okay. We're going to probably have technical difficulties that we've never had before. Um, it's probably going to be a weird show, but we adapt, we overcome, we improvise. Hoorah. So how have you been right? There you go. How have you been handling this? Uh, I, I try not to say it out loud because for me it's become the great he who must not be named. But um, you know, I guess we have to talk about it in order to to be able to fight it. How's it going? Uh, how am I handling the current apocalypse? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, the current apocalypse. Okay. Uh, uh, honestly enough, um, watching a lot of Fear the Walking Dead uh, with my girlfriend. <laughs> We've been yeah. we, we we joke that we're prepping for when when it actually becomes the apocalypse by watching it and comparing who would come down our apocalypse scene locally. Um, Good grief! It's not a my God. I don't know if you've ever because I know you watched the Walking Dead. I know you watched the show. I don't know if you got into season four with uh, John Dory, who is just the sweetest human being in the apocalypse. But if you've never watched the show, watch just for that guy. He's the best person. Are you talking about Fear of the Walking Dead or The Walking Dead? Yeah, Fear of the Walking Dead. Fear the, okay, yeah. see, you know, it's horrible because, and I'm guilty of this, and this is going to change tomorrow. I, When he says I watch The Walking Dead, that is a masterpiece of an understatement. I live, breathe, eat The Walking Dead. That sounded gross, but I do. Um, we have a trivia calendar that we have to look at every day, and, and so Night quizzes me on today's daily Walking Dead trivia to see if I know it. It's it's been going well so far. Yeah, he can't stump me. Um, but the our fear of the Walking Dead. No, I um, I haven't. I've watched maybe two, three episodes, and I need to catch up when I have the time. When I have the time, what do I have right now? Guess what I'm gonna do? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, and the interesting thing is everybody wants. You know, everybody's wanted, and this really pissed me off. It really did. I understand people wanting to have a huge change, to to try to – Nightbug, you're going to drop that microphone, right? Okay. Oh, yeah. uh, so I understand people wanting to have a tabula rasa, as it were, to let's just start everything all over. Let's have that apocalypse. So, number one, I can wipe out everything that's bothering me about this current society. Number two, I can, um, you know, I can test my mad skills at survival. People people wanted that, and I think there was so much of collective energy. Now, I'm not going to say you guys caused it. Damn it. <laughs> there it is now, and y'all are hoarding toilet paper. That tells me... Yeah, that's, that's just annoying. Right? That tells me that... Okay, walk, walk, walk versus talk, talk, talk. There's just too much talk. You guys need to take this time, and I'm saying you guys, all of you who want the world to end, you need to take this time see what you aren't prepared for and practice real learning real life skills. Cause if you don't know how to hunt or fish or plant a garden, then you ain't going to make it out there, buddy. So um, yeah, so much for your men skills out there or female skills or, or what have you. So um, how did we get <laughs> walking dead? I don't know. Yeah. That's true. I, I, I did. I don't want to keep our guests much longer. So what I'm going to do is, is we've been okay. Knock on wood. I'm, I'm, we're not, you guys 
just because we're joking around right now. We're not devaluing what the hell is going on out there, but we have to lighten up every now and then. And I speak from experience. If you want to talk to someone at three, four o'clock in the morning, California time, you can contact me because I'm awake. I don't want to be, but everything that's been eating away at my poor stomach because I don't acknowledge it during the day comes out in the evening. And there I am going, hmm, can I watch another episode of The Office to try to help this out? Uh, so we're trying to lighten things up. We're trying to have something fun to look forward to because this shelter in place it's something that we've never experienced before for long periods of time as a collective, you know, and um, it's an open-ended kind of weirdness and grief that we're going through. So one can really point to it and go, well, you know, in June, we'll all be good. We can go to Disneyland again. We don't know that. So stressful not knowing when things are going to happen. That's or it. That's exactly it. Like, right? for example, like, I think I, I might have mentioned this last week. My work still is planning on sending a team, including me, to Atlanta in a week. We don't know. And you're planning on saying no, right? You're going, nah, no, it's not. No, no. I'm, I'm such a, I'm, I am on the team to go. They gave oh, my. I mean, but at the same time, a lot of concerns have been raised, like, you know, are we going to, our borders going to start closing around us. Like, are we going to have to quarantine when we get there? Because if we do, there's no point. So, like, it's – and even though that's, like, a fairly – believe it or not, that to me, that, that this whole thing is kind of low stress. Like, you know, it's either going to happen or it's not. I'm not going to worry about it. But it's still kind of stressful. It's like I don't know what plans to make and where I'm going to be for two weeks. I don't know. So, like – and that's, like, in my mind, fairly low stress compared to what a lot of people are going through. So – yeah, everyone is everyone is stressed out. So yeah. levity is good right now. Yeah, and you know this state of limbo is. I see more people being creative, you know, and uh, that's good. You got to get it out. And then that, you know, the creativity is going crazy right now. I love it, but we will all get burned out if we don't get entertainment of our own. So with that, I am so excited. I was excited. I think I did. Just a little, maybe just a, maybe once or twice. I am so excited. Oh, by the way, we've also got in the house, because we're quarantined with a few superheroes, we, we lucked out. You know, some are um, just have been here since day one as real-life superheroes, and this is just we lucked out to, to be here with people we really care about. Uh, with us tonight also is Zach. Zach is, is here. Hello. Besides that, he found out that Frank was going to be here, so he's on board. So uh, you guys may have known him, uh, real-life superhero, at uh, several Project Hopes, as Raul Duke was his real-life superhero name. And we've also got Vector in another room, so he doesn't get too much feedback. Hey, Vec, how you doing? He's, he's there somewhere. And we've also got Cheese Size. So a few people that found out that that uh oh gosh i told his name well people already know if they clicked on you already know that frank Tadaro is going to be here so let's just shut me up and bring the guy out the voice of starscream in the upcoming netflix series we're on Cybertron. he's frank Tadaro. Woo! as your new leader it is my utmost pleasure to be here among my subjects. 
Holy no. crap. Oh my. No. And you're getting booed oh, no. by is, is, is this thing on? I mean, can, can, can you hear me? <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we, uh, I think we have I mean, someone booing you from the I'm Autobot. I'm sitting here, speaking <laughs> for nobody, in the middle of the air, and well, now, now you're, 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 you're laughing at me? I'm laughing with you, Starscream. Oh, I, I, I would never want to injure you. I'm laughing next to you. Why? I want to be alone under the no rain. Oh my God! Where do I, where do I even go with this? All right, all right. No, that was man. That's like. Are you kidding me? I, if every guest came on and did that, we would be sitting back going, okay, you take over. That's it. I love it. Love it. Uh, welcome. Oh, my God. This is, first of all, uh, and you know, you hear this every time. Every time you're on somebody's show, they're always, thank you so much. It's, it's no. you know, we're nerds. We grew up with this stuff. We, I, I how long has it been, Zach? It's been 30-some-odd years. We've yeah, been I mean, loving the Transformers. Longer than I've been alive. There you go. Longer no, than you. So have I. Trust me. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you guys so much. That's very, very, very kind of you. I, uh, I, I, it's really great being here. Thank okay. You know, we, we love it. We love it. And, you know, the coolest thing is, you know, because, of course, when you on, we, we, we had to start digging, finding out. Don't worry. We're not going to dig too deep. That's for another show. Uh, we, you know... And, yeah, right. So, real quick, before we go any further, is is that still scheduled to come out on June 20th, or, or has this affected anything? Well, I'll give you the exclusive right here on your show that I don't know. So, <laughs> I, 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 I have no idea. I, I talk to a can for a living. I'm not that bright. They tell me to stand in one place and speak in this direction. That's what I do. So, oh. uh, so I don't know. All, all I know is soon. So that's and that's it. And uh, I will say, if you don't mind, you guys are really gonna like it, cause uh, cause I'm excited for it as the fanboy I am. Uh, oh man! You guys in the cast, I am I am the the resident fanboy. So as I'm reading the script, I'm like, oh my god! It's so can't uh, seriously though, uh, are, are you freaking yeah, out yeah, while you're? Like, oh, oh, I believe it. Are you? Are, we can't wait. Honestly, we cannot wait. But I, I, I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about you sitting there, you know, with your headphones on in front of the pop filter and, and or whatever it is, you know, and, and freaking out, having grown up with this stuff, and now you're reading the lines. That's got to be surreal. It never gets old. It's, oh. uh, it's constant, like, I don't know what I did or how I meandered. Same was one of my favorite bad guys. Like, there's Starscream... Lopan from Big Trouble Little China, Dark Vader, like they're all kind of like the same, uh, the same level for me. I, I know, big Big Trouble Little China fan. Uh, <laughs> I'm oh man, we're huge. Signed uh, picture from uh, from James Hong next to my desk. But anyway, uh, what? I love <laughs> it. Oh my god. Was ever starstruck? Was, uh, was oh. That, so, uh, oh my god, I love him. Love him. I love him. Yeah. I love him in uh, uh, Kung Fu Panda, too, so it's like, oh, my, oh my God. Anyway, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, yeah, big hero of mine. But anyway, yes, yeah. yes, 
very much. It never goes away. As I'm reading the script and things are happening, uh, there's a small part of me that's like, I really wish I didn't know what happened so I can watch the thing, even though I'm in the whole thing. So it's, uh, it's um, there, there are worse problems to have. Oh, right, but, right. Exactly. Uh, so, but yeah, I just, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, so, so can I ask you, cause you know, it's, it's, you were born in New York and, and then you moved yeah. to LA. Yeah. Talk about, you know, polar opposite to, to when, where were you born in New If you don't mind me asking, cause I, I absolutely love New York, have family in New York. Right and, yeah. Where were you? Where, uh, I am from Flushing, Queens. Uh, oh, wow. And went to college and moved back to Queens. So my first apartment was in Astoria in like, ooh, I want to say like 2000, 1999 to 2000. Uh, and then I moved from Astoria to Astoria. And then I moved to Forest <laughs> Hill. So I pretty much stayed in Queens my entire life. Uh, yep. Never really wanted to leave Queens. It's uh, Yeah. So, um, so then I moved to Los Angeles not too long ago. But yeah, I'm a Queens kid. McQueen's oh yeah, no. Look at you, look at you, Spider Man. <laughs> That's another guy. Uh, um, so and then I and then now. Sorry about that, if you want too. Yeah. Oh, are you kidding? Okay. Yes. Absolutely. You know, you, you gotta you gotta fill time, and I'm kind of boring, so I might as well just tell you tell you. Oh my stories, God. Yeah. Like the old man I am. Uh, yeah. So when I was in um, grade school. Uh, I won't say names specifically, but had a had a, um, a classmate uh, whose last name was Parker, who lived in Forest Hills. And there's this one ep- uh, one one issue. I'm, I don't remember exactly the, the the number of the issue, but it's it's a Todd McFarlane run. If you, you guys are all comic fans, you know what I'm talking about. Venom is taking a page out of the phone book where he finds Peter Parker's address because, as you know, the Symbiote is basically Peter's ex-girlfriend with intimate knowledge of everything on Peter, uh, as well as his name. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's a weird way to put it. Uh, So (laughs) he finds his real house, and the writers went and found a random Parker, which was my classmate in in grade school. So I remember we were talking about a lot of stuff like that because I was a big Spider-Man fan. Surprise, surprise. Uh, (laughs) Weird short white kid with messy hair from Queens as a Spider-Man fan. So <laughs> uh, yeah, so 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 it, it was something that we would talk about because I was a, a, a fanboy and and uh, and they loved it. Now there's a whole bunch of spider motif things in their summer homes or whatever. I don't know. That's the end of that story. We're just gonna trail off like this. Uh, we're not reading from a script, and like I said, I'm a voice actor, which means we can't even be remember uh, trusted to remember lines. We can't even remember not remembering lines as you hear uh so, so yeah it's not in front of me I'm, I'm i'm ron burgundy i'm just gonna just read the side of the cereal box i got some dungeons and dragons books behind me in the desk i can just go off some second ed stuff if you like oh my god you know i think if if he weren't married to me nightbug would leave me for you because right now you're speaking his whole language right now and you know everything from spider-man he's got one tattoo on his body one and it's a Spider-Man tattoo. So, yeah, big, big, big fan. And then you've got the Dungeons and Dragons, ref- everything, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to keep a close eye on you when you're around him, okay? That's uh, all I'm going to say. So, <laughs> he's here nodding. Yeah. It's all just to get close to his bookshelf. <laughs> yeah. Full of books and toys. There you go. 
There you go. Um, so, our, you know, for, for the, the people listening who don't know, who've never been inside your little place or anything like that, is your place Nerd Central where you've got, you know, all the, uh, you know, and, and we admit to being the same way. Well, we've still got the figures. We've got the books. We've got, you know, just you walk in and, and probably could stay there for, you know, three days just geeking out, having fun with your stuff. Where I am right now. Wherever, your home, your office. I, 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 she broke up a little bit on this end, folks, listen, I got home, so that's why I'm, I sound dumber than I normally am. Uh, no, no, no. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, just so wondering if so have, you had all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I have, um, I'm allowed to display stuff in the back room. Uh, my girlfriend says I'm only allowed to have toys that I've actually voiced, those characters I've voiced in the living room. But in the back what? room is, you know, anything goes. <laughs> So, no, that's fine. That just means I have to that's do more roles so I can put more toys out there. It's, it's a perfect <laughs> equation. Um, but I have, I think, 10 Rubbermaids full of Transformers and Star Wars and Star Trek stuff that came with me from New York. But there's, like, in storage back in New York, uh, gosh, I think almost like 100 Rubbermaids are just, like, books and toys just sort of stored away somewhere because <laughs> – because, uh, yeah, yeah, like, like I said, I'm the biggest fanboy in, 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 in the cast, too, because of all this nonsense and, and, and uh, lots of books, lots of leather-bound books. It's a second Anchorman reference today. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Uh, all my D&D stuff, though, stopped at, like, second ed, so that, that they, I'm too dumb to learn anything past that. I'm still using Thacko, uh, so, so that, there's, there's that shelf of, of all those things. Um, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Uh, I've got a bunch of droids. I've got a nice nook. I never thought I'd have a nook before, but we have a nook, and it's full of droids. Uh, oh, my God. I, I, don't, now, I don't know what else. <laughs> no, that's awesome. We're, we're living it. We're, we're crap everywhere. That's, that's it. You, 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 I'm going, okay, you touched on everything except, and then you just said, Lord of the Rings, all our favorite stuff. It's all our comfort stuff. <laughs> if you take it away from us, we will wither and die like poor unwatered yeah. plants. That's, that's us. So, life blood, yeah. Yeah. The source of our power. The source of our power. Exactly. So that's it. Because I, I was going to ask you. Stepped, oh, sorry. Please. No, go ahead. <laughs> so, so I was gonna, important. I was about to mm-hmm. say I accidentally stepped on a Benjamin Sisko action figure while I was talking to you, and I thought it was amusing. Never mind. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that is. Because <laughs> no, I was going to ask you what you were like as a kid. And, and I'm getting the sense that it's not too far from from what you're like now. I, 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 did, did any of us grow up? I mean, come no. on. <laughs> not the people uh, in this room, no. I don't know. I, uh, I was the DM, and then as I got older, I was a player character. I don't know. See? See? That's That's you, bug. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny because Bugs is still the DM. He doesn't he doesn't play with us. He runs it. So I'm not a player, but I am playing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now see if you get that reference, even cooler. We we love um oh my gosh. I can't even think of I'm I'm the I'm, IT crowd. The IT crowd, thank you. I'm looking at Moss's face. Anyway, so you know, I want to get into some of the other things that you've done too, because you know, yes, Voice of Star screaming, we're going to get to that. Oh, my God. But, you, you know, you were an award-winning radio host, too, for The Invisible World. Holy yeah, – can, can yeah. you please 
You know what? We've got fans who are in the chat room right now who are huge paranormal fans. Anyway, can you tell us oh, what wow. the Invisible World was? Oh, gosh. Um, so it was it was a radio show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there you go. Okay, next question. Yeah. <laughs> right. Was right. <laughs> I think uh, it started in uh, we just it, the ten year anniversary just like showed up as a hey remember this Frankenbook because you can't remember anything without Facebook and uh, <laughs> right? yeah so uh, 2010 I think it started um, and uh, kind of ended put it on hiatus right before I moved out here in 2007 uh, in 2017 but anyway that's not important uh, it was a <laughs> science uh, paranormal radio show. So we would have like guests where like somebody from NASA would be on one week and then Stanton Freeman would be on the next week talking about UFOs and uh, we had some sensitives and people that took implants out of uh, abductees and then we had uh, all the physics stories and stuff. It was, it was sort of a news segment and uh, we would have guest co-hosts that would come on and, uh, and talk about uh, various things from their expertise. So um, the whole point of the show, if you, if you really have to like, what is it about? Uh, the way that I would put it is to get people to be okay with saying, I don't know, you know, so rather than, yes, the thing that's making noise under your bed is a monster, you know, it's, you, do you know what that thing is up in the sky? You know, you don't, if you say that it isn't a UFO, it's just as bad as saying that it is a UFO and, or UFO, of course it's a UFO, but, uh, you know, some Zeta reticulans coming for a bender, but, uh, <laughs> So, so, so that so that was really it. It was, um, and of course, you know, same thing with the news. You know, be be okay saying you don't know, because once you find out the truth, that truth might change tomorrow, sort of thing. But yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I love that. I love the whole theme because so many of us just want to not admit that we are. You know, it makes us vulnerable to go. Yeah, I don't know. You know, so we're like, I know this, and then make up all kinds of crap. Just to, to sound impressive when really I I think it's I think it's your more character you know integrity to just say I, I don't know why don't you you know help me figure that out um, and I love love paranormal my sister's the biggest freak for anything she wanted us to go on that show where they take five people at a time they drop you they they strap a camera to you you know and they they see if you can survive the night in in a place that supposedly known for its paranormal activity and uh she just thought it would be the most fun night she's ever had in her life so um i love the whole idea of of i've seen a ghost so um that'll be something for another show i think we need to talk to you about too because i'm sure you've got so many stories about either what your guests have experienced with the paranormal or what you've experienced with paranormal activity uh, for sure, yeah. They, I mean, outside of that, that just um, we would have um, these episodes called uh, the campfire episodes, where I would read uh, you know, accounts of people who've had experiences. They would send them in, and I would read them on the air, and we would talk about them with whoever the guest was. And yeah, there are some doozies, let me tell you. Uh, and yeah. who knows? Who knows what 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 that actually was? But uh, right. So yeah, yeah, we should. I I don't want to waste everybody's time, but there's there's a lot of a lot of interesting stories. I think they're all still up somewhere, but um, but yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have to look those up, and and uh, like I said, we've got people in the chat room who are 
huge paranormal. So we've got to look up the campfire stories there, you guys. So um, I I saw this um, fact about you, and and I'm dying to know, for you to let people uh, know what this is about. Oh, yeah, all right. So first of all, I had no idea there was, because you host, you're an MC as well, and you host the yearly BotCon that's sponsored by Hasbro. That I had no oh, idea I, those even existed. I did. I mm-hmm. did. That was um that that sadly ended a few years ago. Oh, um, I'm but, heartbroken. Uh, and this is yeah, BotCon. <laughs> uh, BotCon is is a convention that has been going on. I want to say 1996, uh, and I started going to those at uh, 99 or 2000. I'm forgetting the exact year, but one of the two. Wherever, whatever Fort Wayne, Indiana was, it's probably 2000. <laughs> um, and uh, like independent of that, I, I, I was I ended up being the MC for the last two years. And the second to last year was the first like convention panel appearance of Frank Welker. So <gasps> you guys are wow. fans, you know Frank wow. Welker. So I got yes. to interview God on stage. Right. Uh, and <laughs> And like, oh there's a, there's video of this online. You see me kind of like swagger out and stuff, but like inside, there's this tiny little version of me doing backflips and freaking out. <laughs> right? Uh, this is way before I connected to Transformers in in the way I am now. Um, like years ago, I did a, like a little voice thing uh, for like this Beast Wars prequel through the conventions, but separate thing. Um, so yeah, so I got to be on stage with Mike Walker. And like it, 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 it's somehow I made it through. I don't remember any of it, uh, but yeah, <laughs> you can watch online. And one of the first things, like I, I, I'm like talking to him, like in a way, like oh yeah, I, I'm, I'm very, you know, I'm starstruck right now, but trying to be professional or whatever. Right? Made made a joke out of it, like I do clearly about everything. Uh, <laughs> I love my career. So can't relate. So he stops <laughs> and turns to me. In Megatron's voice in front of this, like, thousands, like just thousands of people in the audience, and uh, with one of these, are you an Autobot or a Decepticon? I'm not going to do his voice, but uh, he has me in oh the right? there's like, and everybody's like cheering, right? And I'm like, uh, I, I just like turned back to him in like a kind of starscreamy, nervous voice. And we're like, oh, Megatron, you'll always be my leader. And, oh like, my God. I, and then like, I, I was like, I froze like a little kid. <laughs> and like, uh, and, and he just like was so disarming, but the kindest human being, you know, I'm, I'm like fanboying out, excuse me. Uh, the kindest human being, uh, such a nice guy. It, it, and it was like we, we, that little stupid thing when I, where I'm embarrassing myself uh, just put everything at ease and then the rest of the interview was like just wonderful. It's just like the nicest person. Um, yeah, so like that is one of these things like meet your heroes because it, it, it does not disappoint that he's just the nicest man in the world. Uh, and then the following year for BotCon, I was the DMC again um, and Judd Nelson was the the guy, the, the main guest of honor, is the first time he's ever at a convention. Blue is mine. Wow. How many thieving fanboys are like, oh, ooh, hot rod, you know, like, so, like, I think someone gave him, like, this little beanie with uh, an Autobot symbol on it, and he wore it throughout the entire convention. 
did the interview on stage with the beanie on, and uh, <laughs> I'm like a little kid here, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> but one of the questions that the audience asked that I had to ask for them because uh, <laughs> you got to keep control was, would you ever reprise the role of Hot Rod again? Now, uh-huh. I mean, I have a question. Knowing that he already kind of did uh, did that in Transformers Animated, there was a brilliant series. Uh, Derek J. Wyatt, uh, she was the showrunner of a really, really uh, – if, if you haven't seen Transformers Animated, it's a beautiful series. Uh, that was where Tom Kenny played Starscream. Yeah. Uh, so, and of course the amazing David Kay with Optimus this time in that series instead of Megatron and Megatron and Megatron that he's played before. Uh, right. Again, also super, super nice people. Like everyone is really nice in this industry. These people are particularly so. So Judd Nelson, of course, is like, yeah, right on. To a year later, I am we're, – we're filming uh, – we're, we're recording, excuse me. Uh, season two was the second series was Titans Return and we're doing like these behind the scenes stuff and he sees me he's wearing the same hat that a fan gave him a year prior because they cast him as Hot Rod I, it, you guys, you guys listening at home in, in the second uh, in the second series Titans Return he takes the character uh, he takes on the character of Hot Rod slash Rodimus or Rod, Rod what no spoilers. Uh, and he's there, and like we shook hands, like, oh, what's going on, man? And, uh, and he remembered me, so like little, you know, again, little fanboy Frank. Uh, it's like, oh, that's pretty cool. And not to mention, he showed up in like a wool trench coat on a motorcycle, like a badass grown up version of Ben. Like, he, he's the coolest. <laughs> uh, also, very, very nice. Um, not the Futurama character, kids. Talking, uh, never mind. Anyway, <laughs> you asked me a very simple question about Botcom. No, that's and I awesome. Have taken up all of your time. You do that. That's People what we want to hear. <laughs> no, we love it. And we're, it's funny because while you're talking, we pulled up pictures of, and there's a great picture of you on stage at Botcom with Frank Welker. Um, oh, and <laughs> what I love it. I love it. Um, and and yeah, Bender. Oh my God. You know what? We were just, we had to start off today. Of course, the first thing we did was we put on Transformers and then more Transformers and more Transformers. So, you know, um, it just, it was wonderful, wonderful to hear those voices and to hear that they're really nice guys. Because you don't want to think that these people that you've loved forever are jerks. Like Tom Kinney. Oh, my God. He's, he's amazing. You have to meet him too, right? I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, I, I've not met him. I was not on. Oh, you haven't him. met him. I, I actually have not met him in person. Um, I mean, of course, through the grapevine here, he's a wonderful person as well. But uh, but yeah, that that was Transformers animated. Uh, yeah. Is, I know it sounds like cartoon, but it's the name of the show. But uh, but no, yeah, no, no, everything yeah. Everything else, everybody else was absolutely just uh, just wonderful. I mean, I, I I can chew your ear off with stories of wonderful encounters and stuff. Yeah, you know it's, what? It's, That's it's, what we're here for. Um, we want to, we're, we're trying to find out about you and, and, uh, you know, seriously, we, you know, we know that you've done a lot of interviews too. So, um, yeah, yeah. And, and a terrible interviewee. <laughs> well, it's like that doctor patient thing, you know, when the doctor, because no, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know what? I've, I've got to know. We, 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 We've we've heard some stories about the you know awesome moments in your career, and I want to hear a ton more. But I wanted 
really haven't asked you yet. How did you get into this? I mean, you know, it's, were you doing these voices on a train or something? And someone went, you know, like Journey. Isn't that amazing? He's karaokeing and, and singing for a Journey, you know, band. And he becomes, you know, Steve Perry's replacement. How, how did you get to here? Well, I'm an only child. So I talk to myself a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Yes, you do. Um, there's a uh, gosh I mean like there's it, it, how many times you get asked that question and it's still like making up an origin story every time someone does so I was bit by a radioactive voice actor when I was in uh, <laughs> Midtown High uh, Midtown High nice uh, if, you, if you don't mind me changing the subject and going on a tangent I'm looking right now at uh, something I stole Midtown Science High School graduating class program i hope they don't come after me but uh i was an extra in uh in the second uh spider-man the one the andrew garfield one so if you look at, uh, if you look at the at the graduation scene right out of the gate there's this uh-huh. one guy in the center wearing it, it was about 105 degrees that day on the uh the lower west side uh right off the west side and uh, and, and and i'm wearing a black blazer because that's the and I'm just a little too old to be a student's friend and a little too young to be a parent, so I'm like the creepy Uncle Jesse character. And I'm like, uh, right in the middle. Oh, my God. I, yeah, sorry, so, sorry to butt in here, but I've I've paused that movie and be like, I wonder what that guy's story is. You paused it on him? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I no. stand out a little bit. There's like a little blob of black in the middle. Yeah, it's bad. That's hilarious. That's crazy, man. <laughs> we, do, we have to do that now. I have to now. I have to see it. There's Frank. That's it. <laughs> so we named a plant Frank recently in our little. Uh, I was going to tell him that. Oh, you. Oh, sorry. We didn't name it after him. We could tell him no. we did. We, yeah, yeah, we, we could. Say, well, we can't now. There you go. See, Impact got it. He, he's naming his plant. But we did. We have this big giant plant in our uh, little superhero desserts. Yeah, I'm putting a plug for that. Our little uh, bakery. By the way, we just found out, and, and it's kind of, it's bittersweet. We just got voted uh, because there was a best of um, the East Bay vote that came out for this magazine um, in, our, in the East Bay. And every year they have it. And we just got voted best new business. So, woo! The only thing is. Yeah, it's pretty. It's we we're we're totally flattered that people even nominate us, but it's kind of sad because we're kind of closed down right now. But it's okay. We'll be back. But we named it Frank, and every time I didn't name it Frank, actually Nightbug named it Frank. It just felt like a Frank. It just felt like a Frank. So now every and we love that that plant. So every time we see it now, it's gonna be a different Frank. You ruined it. You ruined it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Go back in my closet. There you go. Okay, so so did you know you wanted to be a voice actor? I mean, I'm sure a million people asked you that, but I I, I haven't heard the story. I want to know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's not super exciting, but um, yeah, yeah, they're always in the back burner. Um, ironically enough, uh, listening to Chris Lotta, I used to imitate him, uh, Starscream Cobra Commander, when I was a little kid. Wow. Uh, mm-hmm. And a lot of things 
I was obsessed with the Muppets and all. I would always try to like imitate their voices. When I was a little kid, I had um. You guys are roughly my age, of so uh-huh. I had one of those tape recorders with the handles that took out with the where yeah. one side was with a tape went in, whatever. So when I was really little, I used to make radio shows. So like whenever the kids on the block would want to come and uh, and play radio house or whatever, I would uh, yeah right exactly. Uh, so so that was a bit fortuitous. Uh, so like and and like stupid things where like I would misspell the word house on the cassette. So I would go and dub over hosts because I couldn't admit defeat, uh, which was easier than crossing <laughs> it out. Um, and, and, uh, and yeah, yeah. And of course, they would all be like terrible, you know, Cosby show references, you know, hey, this is my new boyfriend. How ugly is he? Kind of nonsense. <laughs> uh, so that was like proto Frank uh, in his career. And then I, when I finally got to college, I went to film school because that's useful now. Um, <laughs> so, it off. so I went. I went to film school. I worked on um, a bunch of different productions back in New York, and then I had a girlfriend. I needed to pay the rent, so I got a, some temp jobs at, at a law firm that lasted many years. But always in the back burner, there was voice acting, voice acting. And then I remember uh, this one point. It was actually <laughs> this is like a weird kind of journey because it's also kind of Transformers connected where so many inspirations throughout my voice acting career and whatnot. Uh, but I remember being at my parents' house visiting uh, in like late 90s, early 2000s, and looking in the mirror, and, and I had just watched Beast Wars. And if you guys are familiar with Beast Wars, Transformers. Oh, movie. yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, a voice yeah. actor by the name of Scott McNeil, who plays uh, Rat Trap and Dinobot and Waspinator and uh, uh, Silverbolt and, and, and everybody, right? right? And I'm nice. like, man, that's so cool. That's so cool. And I think just like thinking about that, I'm like, oh, wait, yeah, that's, that's really what I want to do. I want to one day pay the rent by talking into a can in a dark room. And, uh, and <laughs> cut to many years later, <laughs> now I can pay the rent, but it's great. Uh, so, so, yeah, I don't know if that's really uh, an answer to your question, but there are funny stories and Transformer stuff in there somewhere. We've got to talk about Beast Wars a bit, which I love. So, yeah, right on. <laughs> uh, I, I actually have a couple... I'm Zach, by the way. Hello. <laughs> um, Wait, I have a couple of questions. name, or should I call you something different? Uh, no, that's just my name. Every every time Rock yeah. is like, oh, what do you want me to call you? I'm like, Zach, it's my name. Um, <laughs> right. But I have a couple of questions. One is, because I've been... I've been wondering this for years how does one go about a voice reel if they have no experience doing voice acting but they want to get into voice acting um so it's so like how do you make a voice reel yeah i mean like i i I know if you have like recording software you record but like what do you like do you just take a script and like use voices or like i don't know it's always it's always baffled me how how, there, how people there's a lot of different get into avenues it. you can go there's a lot of different ways you can go you can use pre-written scripts um so what, what i liked to do is i kind of wrote my own uh but i would say the, oh, the most important like when i when i did mine uh <laughs> pre um smartphones when i first started really get making a, a demo um so i had like a micro cassette recorder but you could do this stuff with your phone 
you just always carry something you can record on. So every time you think of a voice that you can do, just say a couple lines. Doesn't You can quote movies or whatever. This isn't your final demo. Say a couple lines, record it, put it aside. Do it, do it, do it. Carry everywhere because you're going to be sitting on the subway somewhere. Well, I guess there's no subways out here, but uh, you're going to be sitting <laughs> on the, the highway somewhere, and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I remember I did that really good Gandalf, whatever. Uh, that was a yeah. but you, uh, <laughs> you remember these things, and you do it when you go home. You listen to them all uh, after a week or however long you want and catalog them all. One of my uh, loves are Excel spreadsheets. I love data input stuff like that. I'm weird that way. But you'll catalog all that stuff, go through, be very honest, and cross out the ones that are too similar, and then kind of boil it down to the voices that you want to – that are different enough from each other and show what you can do. The two things to keep in mind are maintain – and sustain. If you can sound really, really like Peter Griffin for two words because of the quote from the show, that's awesome. But can you do that saying other things and do it for two hours and not have your voice blow up so that you sound like Tone Loke the next day when you wake up? So those are the things to keep in mind when kind of deciding what to put on your demo. Um, yeah. There's actually a, a, another voice actor, uh, another wonderful person, Dee Bradley Baker, uh, made a website called IWantToBeAVoiceActor.com. Uh, that's, that, that's, uh. the that's not what it's called. It's the actual website. And, like, there are so many things on that site yeah. that are – that, like, people new to the business and seasoned pros, especially with the way things are changing right now with what's going on in the world, are – they're looking to that website as a reference for a lot of stuff. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that's another another thing you can check out. Uh, nice. I don't know if this answers your question. Oh, thanks. It, it's somewhere yeah, in yeah there. no, it totally, <laughs> totally, totally does. Also, one one last question from me: Have you ever had to explain? Because I've I've had to do this. Like, have you ever had to explain how to do an impression to somebody and realized it's harder than actually doing the impression? Like, what what impression have you had to like go through and be like? <laughs> Uh, I don't really know how I do that. How do I do that? You know, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know that I've really explained how to do impressions like that, but definitely creature sound effects. That's, uh, I mean, I do some impression stuff for, for like ADR, little pickups, movies and whatnot. But um, mostly it's like, like for uh, when I've tried to explain to somebody, like there's a, a I can't even do it now because I'm screaming so much. But like there's a little cricket <laughs> noise or like a, a monster noise. Uh, there's, God, I was trying to show someone, there's a, <laughs> they sing, like, uh, and, and, uh, you did, uh, what's that? You did voices for Doolittle, didn't you? I was uh, seeing yeah, that, the yeah, one with the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. look at that, you're just going, uh, 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 a couple of the, um, the, the animal noises, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, I have a question. Like, who knows what gets used? Who knows what doesn't? Yeah. What's that? I, have, I have a question for you, Frank. Uh, what does Tone Loke sound like? <laughs> what does what? What does Tone Loke sound like? What does it, are, are you just very young and you don't know who Tone Loke is? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm trying to get you to do Tone you Loke. Do, you know who you are. <laughs> I, I figured. 
Well, let me scream, uh, and then call me tomorrow morning. You know, right. <laughs> okay. Never. He also wanted to know because uh, he's going. I wonder what his favorite Muppet is. What do you mean his favorite Muppet to to imitate, or his favorite Muppet? Oh, either or both, whatever. Who's your favorite Muppet? Oh, geez, favorite Muppet. That's like asking what your favorite child is, and you actually <laughs> like all your children. Um, <laughs> How I, about your favorite to imitate? I, I always, I love Fozzie. I love oh, uh, the yeah. I, I, I do love Fozzie. Uh, it, it's always been a Fozzie Gonzo toss up. You know, it always depends like which song you're listening to. Like that, I'm going to go back there someday in the first oh. movie, and you start crying and you see. Yes. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. See, I'm oh. enough now just talking about it. Right. But, uh, as soon as I hear Rainbow but, Connection, that's it. I'm a goner. That's it. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, still. <laughs> Actually, any song from that movie, the Magic Store is basically anybody's, anybody who came to in L.A. to do anything. Just, it has to tear up when you listen to that. Um, yeah. It's funny you say that. Uh, but, yeah, Fozzie, I think, is a little bit more my personality because uh, I tell terrible <laughs> jokes and no one laughs. <laughs> Wait, stop laughing, you guys. We're not supposed to be laughing at each other. No, we've got hey? – <laughs> We've got Vector. Are you on there? Also, we've got Vector. Also, he's been waiting to. Are you there, my oh, yeah. dear? I'm, I'm here. I'm I'm just soaking it all in. It's just birds of a feather, you know. I just I'm I'm just like, yep, I did radio shows. Yep, yep. Okay, got it. I just went the other way and just went for the visuals and did you know went into animation. But I think every animator is actually work for a living. Actor too. Well, no, <laughs> stop that. Uh, I was gonna I was gonna ask about the uh, the acting side of things because everyone that I know that can do really good voices I ask them to you know person do reads and they just it the story kind of changes a little bit I would just wonder uh, what what you thought of that oh yeah that's um the absolute first thing that you need to do before you even think about going professionally is take an acting class uh, or my recommendation and many other people's as well is improv because more important than doing a silly voice is, you know, thinking on your feet. And you, it's, it's invaluable when interpreting copy of the scripts that you get uh, to kind of have that sort of, I'm snapping so you can see me right now, uh, to be able to think on your feet like that. I mean, I've already said uh, <laughs> trying to figure out a different way to say this, what I just said. Uh, it's, yeah, so absolutely the acting part of voice acting is chief among everything else, and then sounding like a velociraptor is right afterwards. So, yeah, it's just icing on the cake, but the filling of the cake is the acting, and the icing is the, the many voices you can do. So you've got the best of both worlds, in my opinion. You can act, and you can do all these different myriad of voices. So that's, that's great. Wow. Just, my mom I, thinks I'm cool, I, I know but I don't things know. I, <laughs> We heard you're yeah, real. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. We're going. Oh my God, we had no idea. I mean, it's insane how many voices you can just. And I love it because yeah, we can all like I can sound like an old lady or I can sound like a you know. But to have that, like you you were talking about the whole catalog of it, it's just it it doesn't sound like. And I love it. it, it of course, it doesn't sound like the same person. It sounds like somebody walked into the room and started doing that verse, and I I, I love it, love that. Um, oh, about <laughs> me, tell me what's your 
go. I had another question, which was, uh, you know, Rock mentioned your your, uh, your radio host career, and I thought, well, gee, you know, you were saying you're you're making, you know, you feel like you're not often the best guest, but a good interviewer, and I was like, oh, well, well, how great would it be for Starscream to interview Heroes One on One and ask? (laughs) Oh my God! Questions, perhaps. Oh. That's crazy. That's a. <laughs> I'd be scared to have Star Screen interview. Honestly, I would, I'd be like, oh my god. I feel. Because you, you feel like you're gonna get. Right. You feel like you're gonna get blasted. Gets in front of the mic, though. It's gonna be like he's gonna he's he's not gonna be all. He's just gonna be like some NPR host, you know, like. Yeah. Here with screaming on screen, and with me, uh, some superhero. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah. When when you do when you do like that, you sound like the creeper from Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> sound like uh, what was, I, you broke up? Say that again. Oh, when when you do it like that, all all, all NPR style, you sound like the Crypt Keeper from uh, Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's uh, right. Cool. You act- that's creepy and awesome at the same time. Um, we were watching uh, episode 26 of. <laughs> uh, awesome. <laughs> there it is. There it is. With JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, we were watching uh, the, where you're the taxi driver. So it's. <laughs> and you're trying to remember, huh? You have so many lines, uh, so many parts. Like, you know, and then I saw that you were loop on the third part five. You were doing that too. Oh man, that oh, it no, just I, goes I, I on and on. Lupin. That was that was uh, no, you were Oliver who like you were yeah, no, no, but you were like, bad guys, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you don't mind me fan fanboying out, uh, like Richard Epcar, uh, who like these are all the voices of the characters that I watched and was a fan of prior to that. That was that was a job where I walked in and I'm like being directed by Gigan myself, Gigan himself, and I'm like, Wah. so there's there's definitely that <laughs> moment. Um, and with Tony too, like the third time, this is a, a separate project, but like like the third time I ever worked with him, like because I didn't say it at first, but after a while, you, know, you guys know at home he was Rick Hunter. Uh, so right. Like, oh, this is the third time I ever really like worked with him. I'm like, so I was a big Robotech fan, you know? And, and <laughs> totally gracious. He's like, oh, thanks, man. Like, okay, let's go with a work now, you know? So I mean, it's constantly <laughs> happening though. Like when you're in a career. And you genuinely love your career. You really need to love voice acting because you eat ramen noodles for a long time. Uh, <laughs> and you genuinely love it. You're a fan of all the stuff that you – of all the people that you get to work with prior to working with them. You know, So there's definitely like that stay cool. So luckily I'm able to stay cool, but there's also the other level of like, oh, my god. This is wonderful. Like I, I, I'm meeting you in person, and you're super kind, and yeah, it, it never, never goes away. So. Very nice group of people. I can't. Oh, I don't know if other careers are like that, but we're very, very, very lucky that uh, that everyone seems to be pretty dope. Very dope. happy to hear that. Because I'm old. <laughs> no, I, I say, I say old too, and I'm kind of young. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, he's yeah. Thirty-two still, is young. Dope is still there. Yeah, it's still there. So you're not old. Not yet. <laughs> So can I ask you, because I, you know, like there's an amazing picture. We stole it because we love it off of uh, your website. And um, it is just, it's got you just with your arm out in 
of the microphone, you know, with the headphones. Gesticulating, if you will. Gesticulating. You, oh. you, you look like what a human would look like if he were star. It's not even necessarily that you were doing Starscream at the moment, but that's what I would picture a human who is Starscream would look like before he pounces. <laughs> and it's amazing. I love that. So for me, I'm thinking you make it look easy. But I know that there was probably an audition for something that was just, you know, not easy to and made you nervous, you know, as a pro. And, and do you remember what that one was? Uh, an, uh, an, an audition that made me nervous? Yeah, real nervous. Oh, well, uh, uh, the answer is yes, I guess. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> there's, of course, the, uh, the, there's a level of like kind of do it, kiss it off to the wind and stuff. But when it's a property that you're very, very excited about, like Transformers, for one, uh, of course, you uh-huh. you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, this is amazing. Oh, my God, oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the key is to try to not second guess yourself too much because you'd be surprised more often than not. The first take you do on your auditions sometimes end up being the right choice because you're in it and you're just kind of spitting out the realism. Uh, and then when you kind of overproduce them and do them, like, oh, I didn't like the syllable on this one. So that's like um, sometimes the kiss of death because it, it will end up something like that. You know, so we're sort of stitched together like a zombie, like you're from Fear the Walking Dead, that show that I've never seen. <laughs> uh, so. No, you know what? I have, thank you. Don't laugh at that. That was That's a funny <laughs> sign. That's a, that's, a, that's a creature. That's not a zombie. Zombies don't get to Attack They just fall off. Unless you're bored and you want die. to. <laughs> you or know, you're a monster and you're doing some sort of experiments. But again, I haven't watched the show, so I don't know if they do that or not. Oh my God, don't get excited. Uh, I got to tell you that I'm really glad you said that because honestly, you know, uh, Zach and I, we both, we both have done, you know, um, music. We do music and we do albums and we, we both been with uh, producers who have been, uh, you know, they want you to do song like four or five times. And yeah, you know, the thing that strains your voice, do it, do it a million do times. Do it a million and, times and, and, and try to have the same amount of emotion. The 50th take is always the best yeah, take. And, the 50th oh my God. <laughs> I want to go, no, you don't understand. I gave you everything I had the first time, maybe the second you know, and the third time just to shut you up, but you can't get more than that after, you know, and I'm really glad to see you. It is kind of like the kiss of death after the fourth, fifth, sixth time, so I'm no longer feeling anything I'm saying. It's it's so similar, Um, absolutely similar. I mean, but at the same time, like, when there is something very strenuous like that, at least in sessions, they usually let you do those in the end, so you don't blow out your voice, which is a fancy way of saying, sound like this afterwards. So, oh, God. <laughs> uh, so, like, yeah, like, a lot of times when you're recording something, like, you'll do it out of order if there's something that's very vocally taxing, which, uh, you know, it doesn't always happen, because sometimes you really do need that kind of, like, narrative flow. Uh, you know, there's different rules for dubbing versus new animation versus video game pops and whatnot. But when they can, usually, uh, you're usually allowed to do the, the really strenuous stuff towards the end. Um, yeah, and with, they did the uh, similar with Starscream. When there's a lot of, like, big, big, giant vocalizations, they, they, they would allow me to do that at the end so that, you know, the soft-spoken ones are maintained, you know. But, yeah, no kidding. Again, 
part of the trick is to try to find a place in your head that you can make that noise and not destroy your throat. And that's that's part of the uh, that's part of the training. That's part of something that you need to figure out yourself. Uh, something that you can how, uh, be educated to do in some ways. You know, there's a lot of moving parts. Right. Right. Definitely. Uh, you know. I don't drink water anymore when I'm up on stage. I have I have this little throat spray that that seems to take care of. <laughs> you know? And and the weirdest thing is we found that sometimes it's not good for the waistline, but sometimes before uh before gigs were because we've got a Nine Inch Nails cover band too. And man, as a female, it's it's yeah, it's fun. I because I'm a, the biggest Nine Inch Nails fan, and I'm old, and I like to bring back the '90s. But anyway, um, it's just tough to try to sound like Trent Reznor, being a female and trying to. So we found that French fries. If you're gonna eat something beforehand, before a gig, like I said, um, not the healthiest um, thing. The opposite on the opposite end, though, if you're if you're gonna be doing a, a Tom Waits tribute band like we were also in um which I was the lead singer for uh you're, oh, for you're probably it's so cool yeah. it's so, it was Waits, so fun Waits is, so cool. is who I based me off of but um yeah that's 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 gonna be a lot of whiskey uh, <laughs> but not too much whiskey you gotta whiskey you gotta balance smoke it a out. lot yeah. you know and a lot of glass oh, and you know <laughs> yeah and and that so um oh gosh you know i it, it, you know i feel bad i'm i'm sitting here and poor impact is on the other side just going you know rock i'm 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 over here on the opposite end <laughs> and you're talking so much uh, so. uh, uh, uh one one quick so so we're on the topic of what's going on right now, it, are do you have roles that you're doing like from home now or anything like, or, or do you have to travel for all of your, uh, all of your acting? Um, there, there's some things that I do record from my home studio. Um, right now, uh, there's not a lot of on-site recording going on because of the obvious reasons. But yeah, there's, yeah. There's, stuff, there's stuff that we're, we can record from home as well. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just kind of a, a safety thing, you know. Yeah. With uh, yeah. And, you, you know, that's that what it's in your mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm wondering because you know everybody's working from home. It's, well, those of us who can, you know, work from home, and then there are those of us who can. But I'm wondering after this, is there going to be so much more? Are you going to find that you're recording at home? more often because it can be done, you know, or any other job that, that can be taken home. Can we do more of this now just to kind of keep more cars off there? I don't know. I'm just spitballing. Yeah. I'm liking the way that what's your air like over there in LA because ours is completely over here. It's gorgeous. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll say actually was remarking on that, that, um, the air at night here smells like you're in the middle of a forest right now. At least. Are you kidding like me? I, I walked out and there was, I mean, maybe it just could be some things were blooming right behind me. I didn't know it, but like the air was sweet and I don't want to go as far and be like, well, we'll benefit of because it's not the point, but yeah, I did notice that there's a distinct difference in the air quality and verbalized that just the other day. So funny you say that. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, 
it's not a, it's not a science, but uh, but it is definitely noticeable. Um, and you're right. Yeah, I think that things are going to change, not just in my career, but uh, in your career and everybody's career that's listening. And hopefully, the world restructures in a way that uh, I don't know reflects some kind of unity more. So, if you don't mind me getting a little philosophical. Uh, more than splintering, as we have been uh, in recent years. So if there's any kind of small silver lining, the way we do things and the way we think about things, the way we think about each other and the various roles we have in society might be a little bit more Star Trekky by the end of all of this. Um, I don't think we're going to do away with money, so all those Kirk quotes are – you know, non applicable, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it'd be it'd be nice. It'd be nice if this was a little bit of a learning experience as we all go through this together on this crazy spaceship known as Earth. So uh, I'm gonna shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I I think that's what we all keep hoping that that we're learning yeah. from. It. If we can't take away, you know, anything else, we all learned. We learned something. I hope we we keep it, too, for a while. We don't forget. Oh, you know, three months after we're all back out on the street and we're all seeing each other again, you know, what 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 coronavirus, what shelter in place? You know, I just, I, I'm, this is history, and I'm hoping that we learn how to not repeat it, that it really does teach us for what we weren't prepared for. Um, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, and it's you know one thing I'm going to take away from this is that I I will never take for granted being able to just go to the store, buy my groceries, come home and throw them in the refrigerator ever again. Mm. Um, because we what we have to do we had to disinfect like four or five bags of groceries yesterday um, before they even come into the house. So it's it's just things oh, yeah. take for granted. Oh yeah, it's a pain. And every time somebody sends us something, we have to. Stand out on our porch and use gloves to cut it open and get rid of the outside container and you know depending on what it isn't it insane we the things that we have to do now instead of just ripping it open with abandon and being happy at whatever's inside yeah yeah we have to yeah, view it as something else right. yeah yeah so you know I'm wondering Frank if you weren't doing this. Because you've got a an upbeat, happy personality. You're obviously quick on your feet. Um, and by the way, you make me want to take an improv class now because doing this, we should really be able to just, you know, think on our feet. But um, what would you be doing if you weren't doing the voice acting? What would I be doing? Um, oh, geez, I don't know. I'd just dead in a ditch somewhere, I guess. <laughs> I'm my luck become a hitman maybe i don't know then you guys have to- <laughs> uh, no, I, uh i honestly i genuinely really 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 love doing the radio show so and um another thing that i did through that was uh i got to travel around the country and i gave lectures and stuff on random things like spirit photography and such uh so i really enjoyed that i really did enjoy that um so, I mean, if I wasn't doing this, if that was a possible career, but it's kind of a cop-out because it's very similar. It's like, again, talking into a thing and paying rent. <laughs> uh, but I, one, one thing I, I used to do um, – yeah, the Queens is coming out. I used to do uh, – was um, – <laughs> uh, 
so I did improv for a bunch of years, but I used to do audio improv, uh, which I liked a lot. Um, so basically I would come in with a computer with like 300 gigs of music and stuff and plug into the board. And during long form or short form improv shows, I would make up the soundtrack and the lighting as we go. And then like, we would kind of offer things back and forth. It was super, super, super fun. Uh, and I got paid to do it too. So I, I could technically do that. Uh, oh so, yeah. So yeah. So I, I guess that I really enjoyed that. It was a really fun kind of unique way of communicating with your fellow performers if you want to call me a performer doing that uh, in like weird ways and like throwing them off sometimes with like weird uh, someone has an Oscar moment and you play something from the show lost that they kind of recognize and you kind of see them struggle and work with it. And it's fun. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, there's, there's my really long answer. No, it's awesome because you, at the last minute you threw in another one of my loves, you threw in lost. So <laughs> I am a discover oh. of that uh, finale. So, so we'll have you to like, have talk. Did, if you, didn't like did it. you like? So you liked the finale? Oh, I loved the finale. You're okay. Thank you. Me too. Me too. You know, funny. It was fun. This is so weird. The synchronicity in all of this is just so odd because just yesterday. Like yeah. Exactly. Right. Everything about that. Well, we I, have to go back. We have to go back. We have to. Have to, back to yesterday, I put oh, in oh, disc. Oh. Exactly. I put in disc one, and started yeah. all over again. So. Uh, I think I'm, I'm up oh, to right. episode four or five. Yeah, you you know what a rabbit hole that is, right? Because I'm I'm gonna do that and just I should be learning another language or something. But I'm it's it's, <laughs> it's a fun way to to escape and and escape is Absolutely. if I can't escape physically, <laughs> then mentally I'm gonna check out for a little while, go to an island where their problems seem much worse than ours, <laughs> at least sometimes, you know. When they're not laying around getting tanned and you know eating what what uh what now I can I can see the logo and I can't remember what is it the 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 whole corporation um um Dharma, Dharma. thank you yeah. eating eat Dharma food <laughs> oh man yeah Nightbook and I got to go to um we took a trip to Oahu once and uh on the other side of the island that the really quiet side oh, wow. of Oahu. There's lost. There's the lost beach. So we got to walk around on the lost beach, and you know, it was about three months after filming had ended. So we didn't, you know, we didn't get to see anybody, but we did find props. Wow, there were so cool. It was so cool. I mean, it was sad that they kind of left a few. There weren't a lot. There were a few, you know, strewn about and some high grass and stuff. But they were they were definitely props. And then you could see some rigging still on the palm trees that I guess somebody didn't want to climb up to remove. And a big fake rock. A big fake rock. Like a giant boulder, but it was styrofoam and and uh, yeah, so all things like that. I, it was it was so it was there was a piece of tarp, and and I'm going I I like to think that that tarp because I took it is a little piece. It wasn't that big, but I'm like this is blue tarp, Sawyer. Had blue, but then one pointed out to me that everybody had blue tarp at one point. So, but you know, I'm I'm gonna make up my own story. <clears throat> That's awesome. So, well, I noticed now, you guys said Tabula Rosa the, uh, earlier in the show, too, and I couldn't help but think of the uh, the, the episode of the same name. The episode. Ex- ex- that's why I pulled it out there. See what I mean? <laughs> See? It's weird. by ABC. Right? We also found the the shrimp truck, right? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, because we, then we had to start going around the island, going around a while and finding where they had filmed things. We found, uh, is it Mr. Clucks? Was that the name of the? Mr. Mr. Clucks Chicken. Yeah, or... which is actually a chicken place. But then, you know, it's, it's, it, we're, we're like that. When we were in New Mexico, we had to go find Los Poyos Hermanos from Breaking Bad. <laughs> And and it, it's actually you know it's it's actually there it's a restaurant and inside they have the big Los Pollos Romanos uh, uh, mm-hmm. symbol and and my my co-host is so quiet right now because I'm nerding out and he's <laughs> a scientist so he's not the big TV nerd that I am Arya Impact so are these references going over your head honey Impact are you there. Do you not have it? Oh, yeah. You know what? I think, did we lose impact? <laughs> did we ever have impact it? Impact is a scientist. He's a scientist. I know someone else who's a scientist, and that's Starscream. And, uh, <laughs> yes. 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 Everything oh, lost is absolutely correct. <laughs> See? You know what? We're going to get into, uh, we've got, because we've only got, let's see, uh, more minutes. Before we, because uh, we've only got six more minutes for the show. So what we're going to do is we kind of threw something, for those of you listening, um, we threw something, literally, like right before the show started. We said, hey, uh, Frank, can we, can we? Can we get you to do this one thing that would make our nerdy little hearts really happy? And that's to throw you uh, some script from um, the movie, you know, Transformers. Uh, since we can't oh steal any of the, yeah, since we can't, since we can't steal any of the, uh, um, you know, War for Cybertron script yet, not yet. But uh, we were hoping we could do that. So uh, everybody's got their own part. And let me see. He opened this up. He's like, I'm never coming I, I on again wanna, if you guys see this. I do want to point out that yeah. this was not me. That that wasn't me. That is the, the late, great, amazing titan of a man, uh, Chris Lotta, who played yeah. in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, so this is the inspiration for why I am where I am now. But uh, but no, this is, yeah, this is, yeah, this, just wanted to say that. This, uh, he's the amazing, but yeah. Yes, but you know, and and um, I'm glad you said that. Thank you, because I was gonna I was gonna tell them that hey, you know, in case you guys haven't figured it out by now, this is this is the this is the modern version of Starscream. So, um, but oh my God, just as amazing, if not more. So, oh, there we go. Hey, Impact. Sorry, babe, lost you for oh. a second. Are you there? Yeah, no, I was trying to talk, and you're like, oh, Impact. It's like, you know, I do, I do watch a bunch of nerdy TV shows, just I've never seen Lost, so I was kind of dating out there. Because um, I was going to say, because you were like, oh, well, we probably saw this great, like the Lost sets and the great bad sets. But I was in Hawaii, my girlfriend, and I had to go look, like, basically look for what looked like scenes from the movie, because that's. Where, um, where, sorry, the Jurassic Park movie, because that's what the first Yes. Is, so, so I'm all about doing that new stuff. Sorry, continue. No worries. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. In Hawaii, you go to the Kualoa Ranch, by the way, and there's so many different things that they've built over there. And so that's Nerd Central, you know, Jurassic Park oh, and uh, Lost. Lost, the, the um, 
which part of because there's there they have a whole thing dedicated oh, the to golf. the submarine um sitting golf right there scene, right oh and the golf yeah it's a cool little ranch and they have hurley's golf course still there so oh, wow right so right my, that's our dream like my my quick quick shout out to my girlfriend what's going on jack how you doing uh my <laughs> dream is to drag us to hawaii as soon as possible uh, and has been, and now we're, we're inching closer and closer there because that's exactly what I want to do. If I can't get to New Zealand to see Bag End, I at least want to go see the island. Uh, oh, I want to go to Bag End. So, oh, gosh. Yeah. Bag End. I will say, though, like California, Southern California, you don't think of this because, you know, from what you see on TV, but there's beautiful green rolling hills, like in the winter, but it, it looks like friggin' Hobbiton when you're walking through Griffith Park sometimes. It's uh, it's very, very pretty. And uh, yeah, I yes. one at a time, I'm going to stop prattling on and on. <laughs> no, that's, that's, we we're, love Griffith Park. We're yeah, we're little, yeah, for you to rattle on. Yeah. We're here for you. I remember it was a, it was a young man of <laughs> the year 1996. <laughs> William Jefferson Clinton was in the White House. Now, please, let's do your thing. Oh, no, no. Are you kidding? I'm not going to stop you if you go off on something. I'm just, we're going to let it roll. And then I'm going yeah. to steal bits of it later and put it in other shows because it sounds so. Ooh, we're going to do that, too. We do that. We won't. No, 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 no. No, I'm, I'm old school. No auto tune. That's it. You hear my mistakes and everything else. We should, we should do that. We should take audio clips of Frank and auto tune it into a song. (laughs) You know. All right, all right, all right. So, so impact. We're about to do the. Uh, we're about to do the uh, the one team on, that uh, that I threw uh, that I threw at you guys. So, uh, you ready to do that, bud? Oh yeah. Okay. How about you, Victor? Victor, me? Can you hear us? Yeah. yeah are you? You, just, you break up a lot. Yeah. Oh no, that's not good. Um, are you ready to join us on our little? Uh, Little scene train here. Yes, I'm ready. As a as a semi audio director, I want to say make sure you give a little bit of space in between each line, or, or try not to laugh while Starscream talks, The Rock, because you're very loud. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Said as only someone who really likes me can say to my on the air. Hey, you're real loud. Keep it down. No, but that's good advice. Thank you. So. Um, all right. So with that, does, you, does Frank have the script in front of him? Does Frank have the script in front of him? I do. Awesome. Awesome. <clears throat> do you have any background music bug or is that not going to work? I do. Uh, Frank, do you know which part you're playing? <laughs> <laughs> He's playing like RC. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, okay. You know what? Since he to do disclaimers all the time, um, I, I just, uh, you know, I'm super keen 
on the Megatron, but I'm gonna try. So hey, so yeah, we're all we're all. We were just talking about how great Frank Welker is. So that's a, <laughs> perfect. All right, all right. That's perfect. Sorry. Quick shout out, if you don't mind, to a buddy of mine, Jason Marnoka, who is currently playing Megatron. Uh, who he and I became fast friends after the first series and drink scotch together every Friday uh, and watch cartoons really? uh, when we're not quarantined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so just, just so you guys know at home, just picture Starscream and Megatron are drinking scotch and watching cartoons every Friday. That yeah. is awesome. Oh I love that. Uh, that I want Starscream and Megatron drunk history so bad right now. Yeah. Oh, you, don't, you, you don't want to hear it, man. Trust me. I totally want to hear it. It sounds dirty and terrible and evil. That's how it should sound. I want to know what your scotch is my drink. Well, scotch bourbon. So, um, what what are you drinking? If you don't want me asking. Right now, I've got a bottle of Calila. I like a, I like to be smoky. I'm probably saying that terribly. What am, what am I a voice actor? Uh, but, uh, <laughs> Okay, good. So the next time that I'm having, the next time I can get out to a bar, <laughs> I will do that and remember that that's what Starscream and Megatron are they're drinking. That's it. Okay. Lafrag, Lafrog, Lafray, 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 you what's that in fact? I said, look, I said, lucky for me, I live in Perry Road and just go get it tomorrow. <laughs> Florida <Florida's back. laughs> you, you know, he gets to start. Impact gets to start the whole uh, thing, doesn't he? Get, get, get my lead off. I mean, All right. So you got. So, so how do you want to do it? So. So for those who have seen the movie, this is not the music that normally plays before this scene. Um, uh, also, though, the, the the parts in the script that are labeled healthy Decepticons and not healthy Decepticons, yeah, uh, that's okay. everybody. Okay, all right. That's everybody at once. If we can pull this off, it'll be amazing. I believe in that. I believe in this. I think we can do this. We've got Frank on our side, so. Yeah, I really just believe like, Frank. Frank. Off the <laughs> so they're already working against you. Right. <laughs> so, so I want to let this 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 bit of music play for just just impact. Just let it play for I don't know. A beat. Ten twenty seconds, and <laughs> and then and then come in whenever you feel you're ready, and I'll, 10, I'll turn it down. Wait, Ten twenty seconds is a long time, isn't it? Yeah, that's a really. <clears throat> That is 20 seconds a long time. Well, as soon as you start talking impact, I'll turn it down. How about that? Word. Word. Okay, do we go on three or, or after three? Damn it, Riggs. All right. Here we go. And here we go. Jettison some weight, or I'll never make it back to Cybertron. Hello, Decepticon. Astroplane has requested we lighten our burden. Like 
stop watching the news 24-7, I suppose. It's very dirty. <laughs> In that case, I say it is survival of the fittest. Do I hear a second on that? Uh, and again? No. I have it. Like, like what? The, this is not how it happened. <laughs> oh, the music. how it pains me to do this. So what now? I'm a cold-blooded killer. What? How will ever go on? Wait. I still function. <laughs> um, one of better. Oh, come on. <laughs> Start screaming! <laughs> leave in space, leave in space, leave in space. Everybody <laughs> were in space. <laughs> well, as Megatron has, shall we say, departed, that's a great term, I nominate myself as the, the new... Why am I always painted like the bad guy in situations like this? Are you guys safe by Big Emma John? You are, what? This is fake news. I need to speak of my agent. Wait! The constructive gun formed Devastator, the most powerful robot. We should rule. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Way on, superior. Buddy. Constructicons inferior. Who are you calling inferior? Nobody would follow an uncharismatic bore like you. Hey, nobody calls Soundwave but charismatic. Yeah, let's kick tailgate. <laughs> 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 What was that impact? <laughs> I say, when, when can we expect to call back the cast of Barbie? <laughs> Never. That's ready for magic Okay, that was really hard to do, only because I <laughs> couldn't stop laughing. That's what she said. Oh, wow. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> That's why I'm happy I went first, and that is also what she said. Uh, so that you know what all the I'm never gonna watch that movie the same again now. So you you thank you Frank you. <laughs> but here outtakes and Starscream right? voice. <laughs> thank well, you. Like, oh my Popeye gosh. Rumbling during the old Popeye movie, like ah oh, damn guy, not be in the cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you know what, with that, we are coming to the end of the show. And I just, I have been, thank you so much. You don't know how much I personally needed this. I, I can't speak for these guys. I, I get the feeling, by the way, they were smiling the whole time and laughing that that it helped them just as much, too. So, um, thank you so much, Frank. I yeah. totally appreciate this.
Um, thank you so and, much for having me. I, 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 I am humbled. I, I very much appreciate it. So th- thank you. Thank you for all your kind words. This is, this is wonderful. So much fun. You know, even if you weren't the voice of Starscream, honestly, hang it. I feel like the next time we're all out and about, we could do stuff. It would just be have fun hanging out with you on a picnic or something like yeah. that. Because I, I get the feeling a picnic be, with whiskey. With whiskey, picnic with whiskey. Bowling with whiskey. I get the feeling we would have the best time ever. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's get through so, this one piece, and then we'll do it. There we go. There we go. Sounds like a plan. So with that, what's that? What's that? Uh, I'm a fan of Paul Star Street, like doing a, a radio show and being on that. Like I, I, I want to keep this going, like in future. So, I would uh, love to hear you a radio show. Too. I agree. You, you know, the whole thing about you when you said, you know, um, the radio show. I'm going. Do another radio show. Get back into it. Are any of those? Can you still find any of those older episodes online? Of uh, the Invisible World? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're all on i. They're all on iTunes. I think there's about 200 episodes. Uh, they're on iTunes, and I think they're up through Blog Talk Radio and a couple of other places. Stitcher, I think, if that's still around. Uh, yeah, and another one uh, that I did, which is kind of fun too. Uh, a couple of them. One was a, a spectral retrospective. But one, uh, my girlfriend writes about uh, whiskey and, and stuff like that. I had a quick thing there. So we uh, had a radio show called Spirits and Spirits where she would uh, talk about uh, – we would. We, it was basically an excuse to uh, go to different distilleries and drink and whatnot. But, but yeah, that's another one that's up there. But, uh, but the, the, the Invisible World is the, the one that you can find the most uh, – theinvisibleworld.info, I believe. There's a bunch of them up there too. That was a terrible plug of me. I'm not going to. I used to defend it. Now, you know, we're going to look that up. And we, whenever somebody mentions anything to link, we'll, we'll link it up on the Hero Facebook, uh, Hero 101 Radio Facebook page, you guys. If it all went by a little too fast, we'll link, we'll link that up. And thank you to your girlfriend, who she sounds amazing and letting you play with us for <laughs> for the last 90 minutes. <laughs> it, it was Lots of Now, Vector, you were were you saying something? Oh yeah, I was saying that uh, I I would just hope that if we ever do another handout down in the Southern California area, that maybe Starscream can come join us or Frank. Is oh, nice, nice. That's right. Get it. I think Frank showed us a uh, a little. Uh, I think he had a little. Uh, uh, did you have a mask, or am I thinking a little little coloring cutouts of Starscream that you had? I forget which one it was. Oh gosh, uh, of of um, like a, like a mask? I, I don't have a mask. I have a well, you should. Sure. I should make you one. Yeah, yeah, shoot, I, I would I would <laughs> love one. That'd be really neat. There you go. All right. Well, that was that's my only thought. We'd love to have you. It'd be fun. You should get a one of those giant cool. mascot costumes. With the, with the stilts on the inside, <laughs> scream at people, say yeah. terrible berating things. Yeah. <laughs> I love That's that. Helping. People pay for that kind of action. So. <laughs> Heroes need their villains. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'll be your husband. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Another good one. <laughs> oh, hey, we have one final request of you, Frank. 
God, the poor guy. I know we asked him much. Can we get you to do? (laughs) (laughs) Can we get you to do a a bumper for us? Right on. What do you want me to say? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Whatever you want, as long as you name check uh, Heroes One Hundred and One Radio. You can you can do it as you, or you can do it as Starscream, or you can do it as William Jenner. We don't care actually. <laughs> right on, ready? Oh yeah. Whatever. You're listening to Heroes One Hundred and One Radio. Why you listen to Heroes is beyond me. Nice. Yes. We're going to be using that one for like ever. <laughs> Love it. Now, now all the real life superhero villains are going to be jealous. There. There are real super villains out there. Like, um, they exist to try to keep the real life superheroes in check and call them out when they're acting. Just goofy. So, yes, they're going to love it. They're going to they're gonna try to steal it from us. So, anyway, we've got to bring the show to a close. And, I, again, thank you. Thank you to, um, to Hector and Chisai on the other line. We've got uh, everybody in the chat room. Thank you so much. And then we've got um, Zach on one side, Nightbug on the other. And across the country, we've got Impact, my host. Thank you, guys. So much. Hope you all stay safe and and stay entertained. Please balance off all the stress with some higher nurturing. Like checking out whatever links we mentioned tonight that Frank did. I'm sure they'll be just as funny as this. And if they're not Frank, we're going to come and tell you about it. Okay. So <laughs> now look. Now who needs? I need a. <laughs> I need a comedy coach. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, my dear. Thank. Now. I wish we had the Transformers theme to go out with, but I don't think we do. So nah. I'm going to leave it to Bug to, to take us out. I'll I'll use our usual outro music, if that's okay. Yeah, I guess. Everything yeah. just seems so lackluster without Starscream on top of that. And I'll, I won't mute your microphone. I'll just play the outro music. If you want to say something, you I'll can. If not- if you <laughs> okay, bye, everybody. Frank, this is the longest second to say goodbye because we don't want to say goodbye to Frank Zarro. So we love you, Frank. Thank you, everybody listening. Thank, thank you. you. Have a great week. <laughs> Thank you.